This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Boomy. Hi there, my name is Ms. Saida. I'm a hoodoo practitioner. I'm um, a psychic reader. I'm a witch. And I am also an author of, of the practice of hoodoo and root work. And my latest book is Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic. And you are listening to the show Nobody But Me, hosted by the wonderful Brian Bowden. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nobo Boomy, Nobody But Me, hosted by the one and only Brian Bowden. Sir Brian, uh, you know me from inside the Goblin Universe and elsewhere. We are in some weird times these days. Um, we're doing the COVID thing. Everybody's locked up and trying to keep themselves safe and secure. But that doesn't mean we can't be listening to podcasts. And I got to tell you, I want to thank a brother, uh, Dave Scott from Spaced Out Radio, who is fantastic. Love you, my brother. Um, he's great. Check him out. They are on nightly. If you're on the East Coast like I am, you're going to have to stay up from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. Uh, but they're worth every episode. Dave is a is is basically the benchmark in this field. He is amazing. Also, check out Cat Ward's uh, Paranormal Heart podcast. She's doing a, a twice a month now, and she's really kicking into gear. She's fantastic. And we can't forget about, oh, the Duckmeister, Jim Mallard. He's another one of the the uh, Inside the Goblin Universe family friends. He has the Mallard Report every Tuesday from 9 to 10. He's getting some amazing guests on there. It's not just paranormal, and you know me. That's why we do this show, um, Nobody But Me, is because I get to talk about other things other than paranormal and stuff. Uh, so we, we do art, we do music, we do everything. But yeah, there's usually a paranormal theme in something. So, And let's not forget Odd to Newfoundland, uh, our friend over there, John. He is another mallard, different one without the eye in it. Uh, so check them out. It's been crazy these last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm on the East Coast in New York. We're trying to get things situated. We have an idiot for a mayor and a schmuck for a uh, governor. Um, <laughs> but I want to reassure people that and that I think we're going to be okay. I think you, what you need to do is instead of grasping for toilet paper, you need to take a lot of vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin D, and vitamin A, and also throw in some kind of like uh, zinc in that. And to top that off, you can wash it down with some good tonic water because that should help to protect you from this virus. Um, and also just stop licking flagpoles. But other than that, we're here looking out for you. We have a great, exciting, wonderful show. I'm actually very honored to have this guest on. I was introduced to our guest through our, you know, Al, big Al Santariga. Um, he had an issue. He had some darkness going on in his world and his life. And, uh, you know, 
that black cloud that that follows everybody we all have it you know you have that bad day work and that goes into a fight at the house and things not working right and he was introduced to this wonderful lady and she helped him to get rid of that so al's like you have to have her on and once i heard all this i was like yes and i emailed her immediately and although we were having problems with email i would love to welcome to this program the one and only miss aida miss aida welcome to nobody but me it's i'm so happy to have you on there how are you today I'm fine, and thank you for having me. It's such an honor, and I'm just so excited talking to you. I've heard so many wonderful things about you. Thank I, you. I thank, thank you. you. I thank you very much. I, I hope they are wonderful. I'm sure I have the, my, my own uh, people out there that, that don't like me. You know, uh, someone told me for every story you're a hero, you're also a villain to somebody. So I always worry mm. about those things. But I, stay, mm. I try to stay on the positive mm-hmm. side, right? So, Miss Aida. Well, you know, someone told me it's better to have bad publicity than no publicity <laughs> at all. <laughs> yes, you, you know what? Publicity is good no matter if it's good or bad. It's, it's how you spin it, right? So, the, that works out great. Um, that, <laughs> that being said, for our guests that are normally into, a lot of them are into the paranormal, but some of them, you know, are, are not. They just lovely, love the podcast and love the show. Can you please... Give us a little bit of background, like a little bio on yourself. How did you get started in what you do? What do, A, one, what do you do? How did you get started in this, and why do you do this? Okay, so I was born this way. Um, I was born into a family that practiced Santeria, that practiced Brujeria, which is witchcraft, and they also practiced Palo. So I was born into this. So magic to me, my whole life, has always been something that was normal. I thought that everybody did this, you know. So, you know, as time progressed, you know, it was, you know, and I was telling you, you know, privately, it's like, I, um, Santeria is an African traditional religion, Okay. Palo is an African traditional religion. Brujeria, African derivative tradition. Right. Okay. All three of them engage in animal sacrifice. And throughout the years, I got really turned off to it. I, 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 I can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't stand it. And I discovered hoodoo. And hoodoo is another African traditional African derivative tradition, excuse me. And it's very similar to the other practices because they all derive from Africa, right? So I became very interested in hoodoo because of the similarities and because there's no animal sacrifice. And so that's how I became a hoodoo practitioner. And that's a plus, and right? that there's, there's no sacrifices there. There's no, I mean, back in the olden days, they would, you know, they would do animal sacrifices, but not to the extreme that the other religions and traditions do so. Right. Um, you know, one of their, their big things is, you know, animal parts from a black cat. And, you know, you'll still, you'll still hear that they'll... 
they'll take this animal part or that animal part. But through the ages, you know, through the years, from the 1930s, they were taking animal parts. You don't see that much this day. It's, it's very rare. And that's what I like about it. Good. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand, you know, we were talking uh, pre-show about some, you know, a lot of the religions that are, are existing in today actually did partake in this. But I guess they've developed or uh, enhanced to where they don't have to do it. They can do it symbolically. Is that, is that correct? Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. You only use dead animal parts. You know, we, you right. can purchase those. Right. I mean, and that works out better. To, so it, it just, you know, some people just can't handle that. And, and, and I, with, I, I wouldn't be practicing personally <laughs> because of that. But Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm not downplaying the other traditions or religions. They're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. And I still do, you know, practice the other. Um, I still engage in the other practices, if you will. I, you know, without the sacrifices. You know, I still pray to the Orishas. I still, you know, I still do some things because I'm still a priestess. So yep. there you have it. There you go. So, and and the hoodoo side of it, um, what are what are the when 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 you do? I mean, how do you get clients, or is it is it a client based thing, or how does somebody? How would somebody know that they need to go to a practitioner for help or or support? Like, uh, you know, is it a referral system? Because some of our guests, like like, where would you find some? Do you look them up and the, you know, remember the yellow pages? I don't think they have them anymore. But it's like, you know, in this day and age, I mean, um, you do have that this this lovely new book that that's coming out. Um, it actually, should be out already. Um, and uh, and in it, you're going through a whole uh, um, so selection of of the individual person and cleansing and keeping yourself clean. And then you have to go to your home. And then there's objects. And how does somebody know when it's time to seek your help? Um, because you are providing a help, you're providing. It's not just a service. You got to understand something. Everybody has to understand that what you do in your practice is can be very helpful for people that are desperately in need of it. Right, right. Well, I mean, to answer your first question, I used to be an administrator of a very, very popular uh, hoodoo forum, and. We, there were clientele from all over the world, all over. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people. And when I was an administrator, I had answered at least 16,000 people. You know, it was all free advice. Wow. And so that's how I gained notoriety. And then I began authorship. So Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic will be my is my third book. And so people get in touch with me through my books and how they get a hold of other hoodoo practitioners. Well, you know, these days, the, like you said yourself, it's easy to find if you, if yep. you go online. Yeah. And as far as how do people know when they need help? I mean, it's usually, what they come to me 
with feelings of impending due, feelings that nothing's going right their way. People are treating them negatively. There's all kinds of different signs. My gut says something's wrong. Um, you know, they'll start, people will have nightmares um, or inability to sleep, weight loss, unexplainable weight loss, just weird, weird things that they're not natural. You know, there are illnesses that people will see a physician and the physician can identify the problem. And, you know, what's very helpful, too, is I'm a registered nurse and I hold a master's degree. So, you know, talking to me, I'm, I'm certainly not going to give any medical advice because that's a conflict of interest. Right. However, you know, it's easier for me to to make my own diagnosis. I mean, through doing card readings and speaking with my spirits and combining that with my medical knowledge, I am able to easily identify if there's negative activity surrounding the client. So, so, you know, it's, it's very interesting because me being interested in this, in all these different types of subjects, and I'm going to put them under the banner of paranormal, uh, because it just makes it a little bit easier for everybody. I, I know of, I, I, I knew of, of Bruja and Santeria and, and, you know, it's, I have a lot of it actually in my neighborhood. There have been practices literally down the block from me. Um, every once in a while you'll find some chickens walking, you know, in New York City. It's like, okay, all right. And now, you know, people are questioning, like, why is there a chicken here? I'm like, well, you, know, you may not want to go into that. Um, but, <laughs> you, know, you know, or there's a goat, you know, it's like someone, someone's been, you know, it's worshiping and um, it's basically a form of worship and it's what you're, you're born with. It's not, it doesn't make it right or wrong. It's what it's right for you. Um, but exactly. you know, but there's people, I love the fact that as a registered nurse, you, you're, you're, you're getting people and you can, you can help them technically, although you write the conflict of interest, but on both ends of the spectrum, you know, you, right. you, you know, exactly when to say, look, you need to go to your doctor first. And then after you're finished with them, come back to me. Um, but you should definitely come back to me because there's other things going on. Uh, but for the late well, person, yeah, if, they're, yeah. if they're having physiological problems, I would never make a diagnosis. I would insist that they see a physician. Right. Usually what happens, however, is these people see a physician and can't get a diagnosis. Right. And then that's why they're there. And what, right. you, what, what I love is, I mean, you, listen, I'm going to tell everybody straight up, you have to go out and get the, the hoodoo, uh, hoodoo cleaning and protection magic uh, book. You have to go get this book because it, it's, it's, she's giving you in this, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into this stuff, um, where it starts and how to take care of it. And it's very, very important. Also, you can you, at the end when we give when you give your your contact info and how, how people get in touch with you, please definitely go 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 right to the source. Books are great to read; you should read them. But you definitely go to the source. But what I love is no one really talks too much anymore about auras. And you basically start off with aura. Um, I see auras every once in a while. I mean, I'm. I'm in general, I'm very tired. <laughs> um, I've been running around, but you know, it is when in your when you're doing work. Is that the first? What's the first go-to 
when you're going to go help somebody? Are you checking out their aura, or are you consulting with you know, spirits at this point before doing it? No, no. I mean, usually my clients are telephone clients, okay? okay. I, I rarely see clients in okay. person. But, I mean, with the symptoms that they express, I mean, I can easily make a diagnosis. I can easily, I mean, if, if you're having a run of bad luck or if you're having health issues or if you're, you know, your aura is going to be suppressed, end of subject. Now, I can easily ascertain to what degree the aura has been damaged, but I want to talk about the aura first, okay, yes, in case please. people don't know what that is, okay. It's the energy field that we all have. And, you know, Brian, you told me you can see them, all right? You yep. can, you're consciously aware of them. But we are all aware of auras, either consciously or unconsciously. And I speak about that in my book also, that um, there's what psychologists call a phenomenon, which spiritual practitioners do not, okay? That an abuser can walk into a room with a hundred women, and I write about this in my book. An abuser can walk into, a male abuser, I apologize. Yes. A male abuser can walk into a room with a hundred women, okay? If one woman has been abused, he will find her, and he will find her fast, because he can either consciously or subconsciously see her aura. Yep. So, you know, we got to keep, you know, when I speak about the aura, you know, the, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship. So your aura is a shield that protects you spiritually, but your emotional and physiological status affect your aura. Your aura affects your emotional and physiological. So they're all intertwined. And when you have any type of disease, Okay. Right. And if we break that down, it's dis-ease. Okay. It's going to suppress the aura. So instead of the aura being bright and radiant, like when you see pictures of Jesus Christ, there's this yep. great big <laughs> glow around them, or you see the 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 um, the people from India, you know, right. and you'll see the chakra points. You know, the, there's there's a lot of chakra points, but the seven major ones. You know, you'll see this great big glow of light coming out of their forehead and one at the back of their head, you know, that's the aura. So the more that aura is suppressed by negative stimulus, okay, so anything can suppress the aura, all right, so I'll give you an example. I am the slowest driver in the world. I always have been. (laughs) Old men with hats on pass me up and give me the finger, okay, that's how, you know, but then we get other people who roll the window down and start calling me dirty names. And I'm an Aries, so I'm going to roll the window down and, go right back you out. know, <laughs> give them a few of my choice words. So I come home and I'm pissed off, right? My aura is suppressed. If I don't take care of it, if I don't replenish that, okay, then it's going to be a trickling effect. I'm going to be mad at this person. I'm going to be mad at that person. I'm going to start an argument with this person. And the more I do so, the more I suppress the aura. The more that the aura is suppressed, the more negatively I will behave and react until it eventually affects my psychological 
and or physiological status. Right. So that's why I always encourage to take care of the aura. And we can do this by spraying Florida water on ourselves. We can do this by spraying holy water on ourselves. We can do this by wearing certain types of crystals or amulets. But I personally, I keep holy water, a bottle of holy water in my purse. I keep a bottle of Florida water in my purse. And whenever I feel like I'm having a bad time, like the old man giving me the finger, you know, while I'm driving, I spray myself. And, you know, there is another situation. Um, I am deaf in one ear. And they say that, you know, in Santeria, I'm um, a child of Oshun. And one of her paths is that she's deaf. And they say that anybody of that path, that certain path of hers, they will will be deaf in, in one ear. And I am, you know. It's either that or the damage that I... Um, that was inflicted on me when I was in the Air Force. I was an aeromedical evacuation unit nurse in a combat unit in the Air Force. So whether it's having been a child of Oshun or, or because of the Air Force, you know, um, the, the damage to my ear from the noise of the airplane, um, I was at the library one day and I was talking to my tutor and because I planned to go back to college for my Ph.D. in folklore, so I have a math tutor, and I was talking so loud, so loud, I didn't realize it. Right. And this man had had enough of me, enough. <laughs> and he stares me right in the eye, and he gives me this dirty look, right? And it, it that glare lasted for about 20 seconds, and I could feel it <laughs> throughout my whole body, and then he gets up and leaves. So now my tutors, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my. I was guilty, guilty as charged. I right. deserved it. But that man inadvertently gave me the evil eye. Okay? I could uh-huh. feel, and you know, that's a curse. That's a curse. I could feel my aura being suppressed, and it, it just lingered for about 10 minutes, and I couldn't hear what my tutor was saying. I wasn't listening. It was like, son of a gun, this guy gave me the evil eye. He didn't even know it, which you can inadvertently do that. You can inadvertently curse somebody without even realizing it. Right, now, and that, that's I, what was happening, I right? I knew right away that, what? That's what was happening. I mean, like, he may not have been aware. He just was angry. And through the anger right. energy, unconsciously, he was sending that towards you. That's, I, I was oh, running, yeah. I, I just want to kind of give people the idea of what the evil eye is. You know, Al. You know, my buddy Al. You know, Al. He talks about the evil eye. You know, he wears the horn to block the evil eye. Um, but yeah, you yeah. can do that just by staring at people to give him that glare. You know, that's why exactly. like parents are so good with their kids when they do that. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. <laughs> so you know, I could feel my. I could actually feel my aura suppressing. I could actually. I was hyperventilating, and this, you know, it, it didn't happen immediately. Immediately, I just thought. Oh, I deserve this, you know. And, but then I could feel my heart beating fast, right? My heart was telling me my aura is being suppressed. Okay. Physiological warning that there was something wrong with my spiritual field. Went in my purse, sprayed myself first with Florida water, then sprayed myself with holy water. Within two minutes, I had replenished my aura and I was fine again. Yep. Then you're back to normal. You were back to where you back should be. Back to normal. So that's why I always talk about aura maintenance throughout the book. Yes. Um, 
I, I, lo I loved, I, I, I'm thankful, I, I have the, the copy of it, and I've been reading it, um, and it, it's, it's, not many people brush up on the aura when they talk about a lot of this stuff. They don't really go into it, and they don't understand that um, the aura is your first defense. It is your shield. It's your, it's, or it's also your last defense. That, that's really your shield to protect you as the human, as the, as the entity, the vessel that you're in. Um, but it's very important. Um, and, you know, I love the fact that you, you, you give these real great details of how to do it. And it's not just like one step. Um, what I love that you go into a, a, a variety of different ways you can really repair your aura. Um, you know, going forward. And I, I think it's very important. Um, so w when, when you're repairing your aura, what you mentioned Florida water. And for those people that don't understand what the Florida water is, what is it? Where can it be purchased? And it, where do you, well, you start with the use of that? Florida water was initially produced, I believe, as a cologne. In, in fact, it's still advertised as being a cologne, right? But right. people have been using it for years and years. You know, when I went to Peru, they were selling it in Peru. Everywhere I've gone around the world, I mean, I've even seen it in Greece, you know. And, <laughs> you know, spiritual practitioners use it because we, we all know that um, it acts as it, it's a double agent, right? It, it right. acts as a a cleanser as well as a protection agent. Okay, right. that's Florida water. You can find that at any botanica. You can find that at any spiritual store. You can find that online anywhere. Just Google Florida water. Okay, it right. smells great. It smells great. Um, holy water. You know, that's been blessed. You know, it's, it's yep. been blessed. Um, there's there's two ways of, of acquiring holy water that I know of. Okay. okay. The first rain in May, and it doesn't matter where you live, the first rain in May, okay, that is considered holy water. So I always put my buckets out right. at um, midnight on April 30, you know, the last yep. day of April. <laughs> And wait for it to rain. It may rain right away. It may take two weeks, but the first rain of May is holy water. Now, the second way is if the holy water has been blessed by, you know, a priest or, you know, a, a priest. But yeah. I prefer the holy water that comes from Lord's France. And um, that holy water, I have seen it perform miracles. It's costly. The, and it's it's not the the water itself that's costly; it's the shipping because it's right. coming from France. But you know, the store in France, you know, they have the grotto there where yep. the Virgin Mary appeared. Okay, right. And that's the holy water that I use. Um, what makes just going back to the May first rain? What makes the first rain in May? Um, holy water. I don't know. <laughs> I just no, no, and, told, and, and that's. I was you wondering, know, the Wiccans say this, uh, the Santeros say this in Santeria, the Brujas say it, the Brujas say it, everybody says it. It's, it's, um, there is a rationale, although I don't know, you know, I mean, I just, uh, 
do as I'm told by my parents. I, and I, my I'm with you on that. I'm with you. It's like they say it to do it, you do it. Um, no, because I was wondering, there has to be because there's a lot in May that takes place in a variety of religions also. It's almost like the new beginning. Um, you know, uh, April showers bring May flowers. You know, it's like a rebirth. So it, it seems very positive to begin with. So that's where I was leaning towards it. But I was wondering if there was more of a spiritual side. And I'm going to actually look into that myself. Um, I'm going to ask a couple other people that I know that do pa practice their uh, um, pra their Wiccans. Um, and they, they they go along that route. But um, it's it's very interesting. I like the fact that you would go in with a, a, Lord a Lordus... Um, uh, water, uh, the French, because of of the Virgin Mary appearing there, and does other places like Fatima, um, like if there's water from there, would that work as well? Because of the you know, the 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 three kids, that... I imagine it would. I would imagine it would. But you know, I have been an advocate of Lord's water for a particular reason, and well, two, two to name specifically. Um, a long time ago, um, my friend who, well, my ex-boyfriend, if you want to be more specific, <laughs> okay, your was friend. a hot shot, hot shot doctor, right. and his best friend's son had AIDS. And back then, AIDS didn't have any type of hope. You know what I mean? If you were diagnosed with AIDS, yeah, you were a dead person, yeah, right? And... He, you know, he knew I was a witch, and he called me, and he was desperate. He's like, nothing's working. This kid's dying. So I sent him some holy water, because I had been to Lourdes, France a few times, right? So back in the olden days, you could carry gallons of it through the airport. Now you can't yeah. get away with that. Yeah, no kidding. And um, do you know that kid is still, well, he's not a kid anymore. He's still alive. That holy water helped him. See, this and then another time, I had a friend that had um, severe sleep apnea, and it was so horrible. And he was an older man, mm -hmm. and I told his wife, I said, let's try the Lord's water. You know, he had been everywhere. He'd been to right. the Mayo Clinic. I mean, he was a wealthy man. He could afford to go here. He could go forward to there, and nobody could help him. And so... I sent them holy water, and it was about a month later, Now I told you this man was very wealthy, a month later, this um, armed guard came to my door <laughs> with another man, another man carrying this box, wow. and I was like, oh my God, you know, either I'm going to get killed or what, <laughs> what the hell is going on here, yeah, right? Exactly. I would, I would be a little and, bit freaked and, out. I was presented a very, very, very expensive thank you gift. It cured him. Oh, my God. That's... He had sent me that gift. So after that, you know, I always brought, you know, orders, and I still do, by the leaders, right? right? And I send it to my clients, you know, all the right. time. I mean, it's. It's still I could I could cite a, a zillion examples of the clients I've helped with the Lord's water. It's well, I, the very best. You, you know, and and these are you know these are, are are classified for a lot of people as miracles. Um, and you know when when you have experiences like this and you see this miracle take place and the way the Lord can work, um, it it really just 
I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get goose pimples when I hear stories like this because, yes, I am very spiritual. I do believe in God, the Lord, and I believe that miracles happen every day on a daily basis. Um, and I Absolutely. love and I love when I hear these things. And if this is something that can help you out as far as our listeners are concerned, you know, maybe you're having a bad situation similar to the apnea or you've tried everything. Um, you know, one, I, I, I would, would love people to get in contact with you so you can help them. But, you know, part of what we're doing tonight is, you know, getting some background on, on what what you've done the 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 miracles that you've you've actually helped to to come to fruition and have you you know them helped um i could tell you straight up right off the bat there have been times in relationship to my aura i know it was terrible um i've i've had those bad days i've had the days where nothing can go right you know you 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 try I'm, i'm a good person by nature um, I'm very, very good. I'm very caring. I do a lot for other people. Um, but there's those times where nothing's going right. You, you know, usually you would have a good string, of, you know, run of luck and everything was great and whatever. And then all of a sudden everything's going wrong. Uh, you have a problem with your car. You, you're fighting with, you, you know, your, your wife or your husband or, or whatever it is you, you are. Or the kids are in trouble. Or, and it's good to know that sometimes you have to reset yourself. And I think, you know, having your aura reset is a great start. Is there a certain practice that we should do? Or, or can you give us an example of how someone would actually go through the process of maybe using holy water or Florida water to um, get their aura back into uh, uh, function? Well, very simple. I do this every day. I keep holy water in the refrigerator and I talk about that in my book too you still right. have to keep water refrigerated because otherwise it's going to multiply in the bacteria count so we keep right. water in the refrigerator so what I do is I have a spray bottle and it's filled with the Lord's water and when I wake up every morning after I've taken my shower blah 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 right? right. I spray myself and my dog and my house with the holy water that's and that's you know, awesome but if i'm if, but if you know if i'm at the library and you know you, you got to take care of those things right away because you know my example of being at the the library if i had not have cleaned myself what would have happened the tutor my math tutor would have really upset me we probably would have argued because right. i wasn't listening to her and then it would have you know suppressed my aura even more so i may have walked out of the library got into a fight with the people that work there or out the door get in the car i'm still pissed off right yep you know start arguing with people on the street and then it's just it just goes on yep. and on and on it's the domino you know? effect so you've got to take care of these things exactly you got to take care of these things immediately. Right. I mean, it's very interesting. So uh, when, when we do stuff as the Bronxville Paranormal Society, Al and I, we've had a couple of situations where um, normally when we want to cleanse someone's house, um, we talk about using sage. And we sage the home with the homeowner because most of these people don't 
understand what's going on and, and why, you know, how to do it. So we go through the process and we'll burn the sage. We'll get the smoke through every uh, port of the house. We start at one portion. We usually do it in a clockwise position. Um, and we open a, a window to let the evil or the negativity to be, be able to be released. The problem we've right. had in the past, which is very interesting, is some of these places will not allow you to burn anything. So a lot of them were rentals. So they don't want you burning any sage or any some you know or any type of candles or any of that stuff because of fear of fire or or upsetting other people that have uh, some kind of you know reaction to it. So what Alan right. and I did was we can we made a concoction. It was this holy water, this frankincense oil, this myrrh oil, and there's a couple other things that we put in the in the water. We mix it together and. We happened to have this one lady's house. There was a guy that she said was giving her the evil eye, a neighbor. And uh, he kept on knowing everything she was doing and what was going on. So we wanted to cleanse her and her house and we couldn't do it. So you could feel the tension in the apartment. When you walked in, it was a little bit more, um, you know, tighter, a tighter space. It was kind of, right, right. Kind of oppressive. So what we did was we went around and we sprayed what we we called it agua. Uh, it, it was Italian, but it was like uh, it was uh, water of God. We called it, and uh, and it sounded better in Italian when Al did it. He's like, oh yeah, that's you know, and I, I my hand agua de Dios, agua, agua de, de Dios, Dio. yeah, the deal. Yeah, my my hand to the Lord. The I start. I did three spritzes with this bottle in the air, starting in the corner, and instantaneously it was lighter instantaneously wow. and we just kept going around the room and she was even she she relaxed she was oh, i feel great and she was like and she had you know we don't charge for anything whatsoever um we do it you know to help people out and it was funny she 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 eventually got the ability to move out go with her you know to her daughter but she was like so thankful for it and we were thankful because we helped people out um but she never was she never had a problem again we left some some of it with her and uh she gave us knitted caps and that was the best payment in the planet i didn't even want to take anything <laughs> but um it, this this works this is something that you can do in your home you can keep this with you put a little bit in your car you know and you can spray in your car right i mean you could just like you said you carry it with you all the time so i think right. this is great and this helps to replenish the aura i mean and right. And right. once that's that's right. your shield. If you're a Star Trek person, Scotty put shields on. You know, um, this is your first defense. You know, I want to tell you though, if she's outside, right? If she's outside and the neighbor's giving her evil eye, which I get it all the time from <laughs> yep. from mine. Okay, um, spit three times on the ground. Really? Spit three. Yeah, you spit three times on the ground, and. It, it breaks the evil eye. It it just breaks it. And so then, you know, you can take your time to, to find something to, to spray yourself with, whether it be Florida water or or holy water. But what she did was obviously he's giving her the evil eye. She's probably outside because I can't imagine him coming into her home and doing it. And then she's bringing that negativity into the home. And then, you know, as I say in my book, it's just like, you know, I have three German Shepherds. They have two coats. German Shepherds right. have two coats, okay? So, you know, if I'm not 
sweeping the floor every, well, I shouldn't say every day, <laughs> like three times, three times a day, right? Right. You know, that hair is going to get everywhere. It's going to go on the walls. It's going to go in the air. That's the same thing that happens with the negative energy. And then it starts clinging, you know? So you're describing exactly, exactly what happens right. once you bring that negativity into the home. Right. And, and you know, um, I don't have one uh, just yet, but um, I have a salt, I have, I have a, a Himalayan salt rock. Unfortunately, it has an LED in it, which is not going to do me any good. Um, um. Are, 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 is, you know, if let's let's move, you know, like uh, to a situation because it's, it is a, it's part of a chapter in your book, but the home and not only your home but when you travel to other people's homes is is there things we can do um to help us in our own home as well as going to another person's home and the reason why i'm saying this going back to uh we were talking um i was talking to al and al was telling me that he has a one of the guys that he works with um al, al works post post office and one of the guys that he works with found out what you know al al uh, the Bronxville paranormal and we were t- they were you know chit chatting, and the guy was from Africa, which is very interesting. And he says every time he goes someplace with his family, spe- specifically to other family members' houses or friends' houses, before they enter the house, they sage themselves. So Al was like, like, like he was like, why, why do you do that? He goes because you never know what you're walking into. They could have just had right. a fight. Mm. They could have done something. So so taking in that consideration negative energy and negative energy and art in your own home versus what what can be done to help us there you know okay in your own home yes. in your own home so i have a recipe for something called chinese wash okay ah. it's in my book voodoo cleansing and protection magic in fact the recipe is on amazon if you go to amazon and click on to my book Voodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic, um, Wiser Publications has um, posted, is that the correct terminology? Yes, probably. They have have showcased, there we go. Right. They have showcased the recipe for Chinese wash, okay? And you can use that to wash your walls, to wash everything, okay? And it depends on the severity, but if you, you know, wash your, 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 your walls and everything around with Chinese wash. And what I like about Chinese wash is the base is um, Murphy's oil soap. Right. So it's not going to harm anything. Okay. And that'll do it. That'll, that'll get rid of the negative energy. If someone's in a big hurry, I always recommend ammonia. The problem with ammonia is it's harmful to furniture. Yes. Okay, so ammonia will get rid of anything. They even it, It's even said it'll get rid of good energies. Like, for instance, in Santeria, you know, we believe that Orishas, which, you know, some people consider them saints and other people consider them, you know, gods and goddesses. You know, I consider them saints because Santeria, saint, right? Right. Um, it is said that you can't even bring ammonia near anything that you have an essence of that Orisha, you know, because it will get even get rid of that. So, um, but most people don't have that. 
So what I would recommend is putting ammonia in a spray bottle and lightly spritzing the air. Now, you said something, you know, that that hit home to me earlier. And that is, and that's what I do. When I was in the Air Force, you know, I had to to be exposed to tear gas. It, it was Ooh. it was a must because I was in yep. a combat unit, you know, so we had to do that. And let me tell you something. They made us take off our masks, and we <laughs> were, like, dying. We were fighting each other to get out the door. It was horrible. Okay. But, you know, I use the same technique that you previously mentioned. Close all the windows. Close all the doors. And, you know, lightly spritz with ammonia or you know my favorite is tibetan ghost purging incense that is phenomenal stuff especially and i'm not a product pusher but right tibetan ghost purging incense sold by zambia is phenomenal it is prayed over by monks and nuns and all these spiritual people for days and days and days it's prepared by uh, some some master so same thing, if, but that's an incense, right? Right. Same but, thing. You, same thing you said. You close all the doors and close all the windows, and you know, do the ammonia, or do the 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 purging incense, or as you said, the sage, and then find one window or door to open per room and say, "Get out! Get yeah, out!" I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Get out and close, close the door, or the window afterwards. And let me tell you, they're going to run out just the way I ran out when I was exposed <laughs> to tear gas. I mean, oh, yeah. that's, that's the whole logic behind that. Yeah, and I, I forgot to mention that, and I thank you for bringing that up, that when you're going to do, do a cleansing of your home, when you're going to cleanse yourself, when you're going to replenish your aura, when you're going to do anything to try to help yourself out to get rid of that, that um, negativeness, the negative uh, beings, entities, or what have you, that, that you can do on your own, I'm going to say. Um, you have to do it and believe it. Um, there was a great movie called Fright Night a long, long time ago with Roddy McDowell, and he played this character on TV where he was a vampire slayer. And in the movie, there's a real vampire. And the, the problem is the guy never really believed until... I don't want to give away the full movie, but in the end, he actually comes up against a vampire and he pulls the cross out, get back, back. And the vampire stops for a second and he goes, you have to believe. And towards the end, he does believe and it does work. If you don't believe what you're doing to cleanse yourself, correct me if I'm wrong, and if you are not powerful enough to say, you need to leave now, never come back, you're not welcome or wanted mm-hmm. here, then what's the point? You're defeating the point. Am I correct? Right. Well, and the other thing, you're absolutely correct, but the other thing is fear, okay? Right. So, you know, you can't just say, get it out of my house, because <laughs> they know you're afraid of them. You yeah. know what I mean? They're going to hang out outside and wait to come back in again, okay? you got to show them that you're the boss, that you're the bitch, that you're the bastard, okay? Get out of my house now! That's the way you got to talk to them. Yep. Show them that you're in charge and you're in command. And if you're doing, you know, um, spiritual things, you know, to back up what you're saying and how you're saying, they're going to go like, oh, wow, this person means business. I better not hang around and try to come back again. Right. I I mean, because there's been many times where, you know, we've been back to a couple of places 
And um, look, I know, I know where my pay grade ends, you know? I know where I go yeah. up to. And I've always told Al straight up, I said, I don't do demons, okay? I will not do demons. Mm. I, I, there's no, I, I'm not gonna do it. It's above my pay grade. You have to get somebody else in there. <laughs> you know, and it's the truth. Um, there are people that are very, very well trained into taking care of those situations. You have to, right? right? You, so you have to know where your, where that line is. Um, this isn't right. like TV with Zach Baggins challenging everybody that's going on there. You know, that's stupid, by the way. If you're going on a ghost hunt and you want to challenge somebody who's died and is not too thrilled to be there to begin with, or a demon, you're an idiot and you're a fool and you get what you get. Um, right. That's just right. my, my, my PSA right there. But yeah, you definitely have to, you have to be forceful with it. And, you know, yes, somebody else used to live in that home and they think that they still do, but they don't realize they're dead. Or even if they do realize they're dead, it's not their home anymore. It's yours. Right. And, you right. know, right. so, I mean, other, other than spritzes and sprays for the home, is there anything you can do also if you're going to somebody else's house prior if to going If you're going to someone else's house, you know, you, you can wear amulets. You know, we discussed this earlier. You know, pre-show, you know, we can wear amulets, you can have crystals, you can have, you know, certain roots, you know, and I talk about that in my book, too, yes. you know, hence the term root worker, right? Um, interestingly enough, you know, I am also studying Judaism, and it's interesting that they, in the ancient times, you know, when back in the olden days when they were writing the Bible, right? Yep. They were using roots, too. So it was like a wow moment when I when I read about that. But, yep. um, you know, if, if somebody's got a lot of negativity in their home, you know, just like your African friend said, you know, you can sage yourself. But I would do it after I left the home. You know, I would spray myself with the Florida water. Right. immediately after leaving the home. That's what I would do. Now, he said that he used to do it go, prior to going. I probably would do it both right. going and coming. But I'm going to give you an example, yeah. and I'm going to ask your opinion on this right now because there's a, unfortunately, there's uh, I've, my family, my wife's best friend's mother just passed away from this disease that's, that's out there, this I'm virus. Sorry. Um, she, I'm well, sorry. It, it, you know, she, she had underlying problems, um, and, uh, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I, I wanted them to actually start her on the, the, the three special, you know, uh, treatments. Uh, you know, we won't go into that. They didn't. They wouldn't do it, and I think it would have helped her out. Uh, but that being said, we're going to um, – she went to, you know, she went to the funeral service and it was very, very minimal. But another one of my wife's friends, their mother just passed away as well. Not, not from the disease. Um, she had a, a problem with, uh, she fell down. She had to have hip surgery and they don't know if it was a, a cardiac arrest or whatever, a blood clot or, uh, it's just, it's, it's horrifying, especially in this time when you can't really be with people, but we're going to do something called a shiva call. And that's when you go to someone's house who passed away and you pay your respects to those, the, 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 the people that are mourning right there. Those situations right. in a Shiva house, there could be some very big negativity in, in there. And I, not in an, I, I don't know if it's spiritual negativity, but 
you know, is there something you can do to protect yourself before going and then coming back from those type of situations when you're... It like, would be the exact same thing. It would be the exact same thing. Okay. You know, amulets and stones and roots and spray before, spray after, you know. Yep. In, in that situation, you know, it, it would be more like Florida water. You know, I like the Florida water because it's a cleansing agent also. I, I am going out after this, and I'm buying Florida water. So I'm going to go buy the one from France because you said it works. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Lamin and Kemp, they're the, they're the, that's a company that, in, that in originally made the formula. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of, um, I don't want to say offshoots you know, of, of Lamin and Kemp. I like Lamin and Kemp the best, and that's yeah. all I use. In fact, I, I buy so much from them that this is embarrassing. <laughs> I called them one time, and everybody <laughs> in the factory came to the phone to talk to me. I was that's, so embarrassed. That's, that's awesome, though. <laughs> but you know what? That, that's what you want. They're like, oh, she's on the phone. Oh, they, we have your picture up on the wall. You know, I'm like, <laughs> that, that would be great. I've actually been in situations long. I'm just going to do a sidebar here. My, when I first started dating my wife, she went and worked at, at a camp for fat, you know, fat camp, low esteem fat camp. And everybody had to be on that diet. And they allowed me into town, uh, you know, during the day. I can go where, when I wanted. I used to go to the McDonald's and be like, oh, Brian's here, the usual. They knew me as soon as they pulled my car and like, do you, do you want the usual? I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, it, it's a kind of embarrassing, but and I still lost weight. <laughs> but it's not a bad thing, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure that if you ever got a chance to go over to where the factory is, they'd give you the tour. I think that'd be a great little trip. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like you're great. You know, so. But I'm gonna go out and buy this water because I think it's something that you know we can, you know, just keep it on your person. Um, it, it's it's very interesting that that there are these things out there. I mean, my, my no no one questions anymore when when you know when Daddy has salt in his pocket or or he puts salt in their clothing. You know, I, I put sometimes my daughter was having a bad time at school, and what I did was I sprinkled some salt. The problem is I, I used the harder you know the coarser salt, and she's like, oh yeah yeah, she's like, Dad. I can't walk. It's hurting my feet. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I used the wrong salt. But it actually helped her day out, you know? These are the things you have to do. I mean, right now, I'll tell you straight straight up, as we're doing this interview, I have two pockets. Uh, um, I have these cargo pants. I carry with me every day. Um, I carry Crystal Skull. His name is Scully, by the way. Um, nice uh-huh. guy. A little Hi, Crystal Scully. Skull. <laughs> Scully is great. Um, and Al, Al has one. I don't know if it's Rose Quartz, but I, I don't know if he named it Rosie. Um, I carry a variety <laughs> of different stones, natural uh, minerals, uh, you know, uh, um, obsidian and some other stuff. Uh, and I always have, I have actually two cloths that uh, touch the Torah. So I have that in my pocket. And oh, I, wow. Yes. Okay. And I also carry salt in a little plastic bag. Now, of all the things I have, I am deathly afraid of getting pulled over by the police and them taking the salt out of my pocket. Because, frankly, folks, <laughs> it looks like I'm carrying uh, about an eighth of cocaine in my pocket. I'm looking at it right oh, now, funny. and, and it's all nice, white, and chalky. And 
they're going to be like, look, he's got a pound of Coke on him. I'm like, I got to figure out a better way of doing this. Um, so, so you might have a suggestion, though, for your daughter if you want to hear it. Sure, I, I will definitely take it. Anything to boost her, her, her esteem and, you know. Well, I mean, you know, it's like you could dissolve the salt in water, in warm water. Right. Put it in a spray bottle and spray her with that rather than oh make her. Oh, my God. She would kill me. She's, you know, she's at that 12 stage, you know, and it's just like she's embarrassed by me anyhow. The um, salt in the pocket is an excellent idea. Right. That is a wonderful, wonderful idea. Well, you know idea. what? Sometimes you don't, you know, you don't have to carry a package of salt like so it looks like, you know, you're carrying cocaine in your pocket in the 80s. Um, you can actually just sprinkle. If you're ever going into a meeting, I, I always tell these people, I tell people all the time, oh, you're going in to talk to your boss about something or they're calling you off. Okay, spray a little salt in your pocket and put a little in your shoes. And they look at me weird. I'm like, trust me, just do it. And every time that they've done it, uh, it, it all worked out in, in their favor. Um. Excellent. The other thing that we do, too, is I buy little, you know, like I don't buy individual ones. I buy the big bag of those little salt packets that they they sell, they give At you restaurants. in restaurants. Yep. Okay. And I just put the whole packet in my shoe. You, yeah, you, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. I wasn't even thinking of that. I always thought it was better to... Um, put the physical salt. Now, let me oh, ask you. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You're absolutely. Right. I'm just trying to figure out a way so her feet won't hurt her. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Trust me, I'm getting yelled at. You know, I it's it's seriously, folks. It's like the Alamo here. Okay, I'm. It's one one a male and three females. I am outgunned and outnumbered. I'm going. I'm going bald already. You know, on the top. But that being said, um, <laughs> and I prefer. I don't think it really well. I prefer to tell people it has to be a kosher salt. Um, and the reason yes, why... I, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. I, I mean, yes, salt, is, yes. salt will work, but I believe kosher salt, because of the naturalness of it and the requirements yes. of religious re- re- requirements, uh, aids in yes. it being better for a uh, yes. better outcome. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Well, you're good. You don't need me on this show. No, you are, no, you no, know no. It. You know Boy, what? I, I do what I do, but I, what I love about the program is I get wonderful guests like you who come on and, you know, you are, you are living, you're practicing this. I don't practice this. I'm interested in it. Um, we're going to definitely have conversations off, off the air uh, about some other things on the spirituality side because that's what we do. And another thing is, you know, I, I love hearing from as many knowledgeable people. I want people, this is why I do my show. I can have anybody I want on, you know, anybody can come on the show. But I, I only try to put on people that are going to help other people, my listeners. The people that listen to the show, whether you are, are a subscriber or not, and please subscribe and share it. It makes a wonderful birthday gift. Um, get your friends to share it. But I want people to know that there are people out there like Miss Aida who help people and they've been practicing this and they're using this to make your life a better place. Um, and it makes everybody's life better. So th- I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Um, you know, I appreciate it. And I thank Al for that, too. But we'll, we'll continue on for, uh, for we have a little bit more time here, if you don't mind. Um, when, when Not you, at all. How is, I mean, I'm, I want to hit on two subjects. And, and there's so much we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I want to talk about. 
but I, um, I, I'm going to say it straight up. I would love to have you back on in a little bit, you know, and I want to get Ron in here because Ron just finished the book. Ron is, for, for those that don't know, which they should, Ron and I do the Inside the Goblin Universe podcast. Um, it's all under the Inside the Goblin Universe brand, even this one, it's on Podbean. Uh, but Ron just finished a book called On to Witches. So he talks about witches throughout the history um, and, Wick and all this other stuff. He, so he, when he found out that you were coming on, he went ballistic. He was like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, yes, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to get her to come back on <laughs> because I'm sure he's gonna have a different perspective. But when you, you know, when you're, th throughout life, we meet so many different individuals in our lives. And wh what's a good way to protect us from those, like you said, the abuser that walks in the room and says, that's my next victim. Is there a way to do that to, to protect ourselves? Well, I mean, that, that's a little bit deep. And I talk about um, victims of abuse in the book. Right. Okay. Um, it isn't that simple. Okay. okay. I have in my book at, at least twice, at least twice, you know, people need to talk to a domestic violence counselor uh, because that is not an instant cure. It, right. it just isn't. Okay. We've got years and years of abuse. You've got an aura that's got tears and holes, which we didn't get into. But, you know, the more severe the situation, the more severe the aura is. So now we've got tears and holes, and that can't be replenished with a little spritz. Okay. Okay. I had said initially that, you know, it, it, it's a symbiotic relationship, you know, between, you know, the, the, the emotional, the psychological, and the spiritual. Okay. These people who are victims of domestic violence will keep walking into that until they get counseling. Okay. They have to have professional help and then use the spiritual techniques to help them along. All right. Because that's a longer process. Okay, it's no, a longer process, and I, I I totally hear you, and and definitely maybe when we come back on, we can maybe start in that direction. Um, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, so and and in, in an incident like that, then we're talking about that's is there a, is there a point where you say, you know, you, um, you have uh, spirits in your home or entities or something's going on where you need to stop, you know, the 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 saging isn't working the. Florida water isn't working, and you say, I need to go someplace else for help. When is that moment, and when do you need to, you know, look for the next layer on, on what you do and for other people that are looking for that? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit confused. I don't understand the question. Are we still well, talking about domestic violence? Well we're, talking about, well, we're talking about, you see, domestic violence or those people, those entities, those type of individuals, are they, are they, is it, is it... A combination of them being a human uh, and and some kind of like um, I don't know harmful spirit spiritual entity or you know or is it that's what I was really no I mean for. the way I see it is evil begets evil and you know I even I even talk about this in my book too and and believe me the book is not all about domestic violence you know the the book covers everything negative energies negative entities you know negative right. people con artist, um, thieves. I mean, it covers everything, but, it, you know, it briefly covers that. But, you know, I do talk about evil begets evil. So, you know, the more the, how do I, how do I put this? The more evil a person is, 
they're going to attract evil entities. That's a give me. Okay, so, right. you know, you can take the victim of domestic violence, be it a male or a female, and unless you get them out of that situation, there's no help. Because the other, the, the abuser needs to recognize what he or she is doing and get help also. It has to be a team effort. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And the only answer is you got to get out of the situation. Yep. You got to, you know what, you know what it's like? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of compared to, um, I'm in a house and there's carbon monoxide, you know, being, yep. there's a leakage of carbon monoxide. Okay. So I have to evacuate. I have to. Okay. Because if I don't, I'll come back and the carbon monoxide is going to kill me. You right. have to leave the situation. Yeah. And, you know, the carbon monoxide being the abuser, you know, unless we get a repairman into the house to figure out where the leak is coming from and fixing it, then nothing's going to be done. Right. Get it? No, no, I, I totally get it. And, you know, I have, I have, I'm very partial to this whole, um, uh, uh, you know, toxic, abusive people. Uh, usually, and it's usually men that are the problem. Um, and as, well, no, as yes, it's, but women, women too. Believe oh, me, it's just that they're less reported. Of of course, you know, but it's, it's a male thing, a male thing. You know, they, it's, you know, what has society done to the man? You know, you, you, if a man reports it, then you know, you're not as manly as you should be. Yeah, you, I, know, you know, he's stigmatized as you know, being somebody weak you know so there's a lot more female abusers out there than people are aware of right they just just go and report it i was actually having a discussion about another female abuser and and one of the ways a long time ago with one of my friends he had a girlfriend that always was starting fights in bars because her boyfriend was going to help her out and we were and he you know and we was like you know, he's always getting himself, you know, into fights and it was a problem and this and that. And eventually he, he, he saw the light and it was a great, actually great incident because she was able to, she started a fight with, with a couple of people and one girl and she was trying to give him the sign to come over and he, he had enough. He's like, he's done. And she got pummeled. Um, and, and we left our asses off because it's about, you know, you know, sometimes when, you, you need someone to get pummeled to, to, for them to realize that, you know, we're not, no, one, no one's going to be walked on. But um, one of the reasons why I'm very uh, uh, in, into this subject is being the father of daughters. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I, my daughters, I'm always telling them, like, you need to be the one to do what you need to do. You need to be smart enough. You need to make your own money. Do not rely on another person or your spouse to be the person that's going to provide for you. You need to come to the table as an equal. And you're not a dog. You're not a slave. You're a human being. You have feelings. And you matter just as much as anybody else. And I just my, want to empower you. them. You're a good father. You are a <laughs> Great father, you know. They they play they play certain games and 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 you know and I tried to explain it to him like, look, you can be anything you want in this world. And I grew up in you know the male roles and female roles. I'm not saying to you know you know switching roles and stuff, but I think when you come together equally 
and you're equally providing for each other and you respect each other equally, then it works better for everybody. So that's what I, that's what I try to do. But um, there's so much I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't want to kill you with all this, all this stuff. Um, uh, you know, I, I mean, like, I want to, I want to talk when you get into, you know, um, in the book is just incredible. You cover so many different things from negative people, illnesses, caregivers, um, you know, and then you, you, you go into this whole eradication ritual, which is, be, is, is just incredible. So I'm going to say to you, if you start with you, would you please come back on our program? I'll, get, I'll set it absolutely, up. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I, I, I had a wonderful time. Your, your babies, she's got her babies, and they need to be taken care of because they are babies. And they're beautiful. They, 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 are, they are beautiful animals, all these things. And um, my, my watch is beeping right now. Um, I, you know, being a former pet owner, dog owner, who I loved to death, he was my firstborn. Uh, he was a hairy firstborn, uh, but he was great. <laughs> and, you know, I'm one of those guys that, like, I've always wanted. I was a, it's a bull terrier. If you don't know, uh, for the modern kids, it'd be a target dog. For the older folk, it'll be Spuds McKenzie or McCarth uh, or or Pat, uh, Patton's dog. Um, and he was he was literally like was a two year old in a puppy suit. I've never had dog like this before. Um, but I took it seriously. Everybody was like, he's crazy about his dog. I'm like, I, my whole philosophy is if you're going to take on the responsibility of another life you need to take on the responsibility of another life. You know? Amen. Okay, Amen sorry. Amen to that. Um, you know, my kids drive me absolutely nuts. They're both ends of the spectrum. You know, the younger one, um, I could swear she probably has a tattoo in the back of her head that says Satan fears me because she is just, she's going to be okay. <laughs> and the other one is a little bit more meek than that, you know. But it's, you know, so I'm taking, you know, it's, it's just, it's mayhem. Daughters are like, if you have one daughter, folks, it's like having five sons, okay? That's no, no kidding. Um, my wife used to teach in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a kindergarten class, and before we had children, um, she said, I'd rather have 60 boys than one girl, and the Lord blessed us with two. <laughs> so, but I, what I want to do is I want to, <laughs> and I sw my hand to God, um, one of the greatest things, when, when our second was born, and you do the ultrasound stuff, you know, whatever, and I have girl bullets, that's what I can tell you. Every time we try to do the ultrasound for this one, she would always block the ultrasound, so you couldn't see her mug. She would, like, purposely do it, right? So she comes out, she's crying, I cut the cord, I follow her, you know, to the, the nursery where they clean her up, and they put the little pink cap on her, and she's there naked, the first picture of her naked, she's in the nursery on this table, my hand to God, she's giving the nursery the finger. Oh. <laughs> it is, it is, it totally, if you want to oh know, yes, God. it is amazing. I, I showed, it, it, it's, it's literally my daughter, and, but she is so much fun, and she's, a, she's mayhem, she's going to drive me nuts, but that's her personality. She's like, the hell with all of you, I'm going to do what I want. But I definitely want to have you back on. I want to get Ron on this because he wants to do it. I can't thank you enough, Miss Aida, for being here. Um, where can people, our listeners, one, find you, two, contact you, and three, get your books, especially this new book? Okay, so you can find me on my website, 
MissAida.com. That's M-I-S-S-A-I-D-A.com. You can find me on Facebook. It would be Miss Aida Psychic. And my book is available on Amazon, Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic. It's also available through Barnes and Nobles, bookstores, and website. You can go to Walmart website. It's available there. And, of course, Wiser, Red Wheel Wiser Publications <laughs> website also. <laughs> yes. Don't forget my publisher. They're we wonderful people. Wonderful yes. people. They have, they have a really nice selection of, of, of authors and books. Um, but I love the fact that you're actually in real bookstores. So many people, I mean, yeah. we, we discussed this about publishing and I, you know, and we, I actually just published it to Amazon because I don't have a, a, an agent in the whole nine, but, um, the, it's, it's fantastic when you go into a bookstore, people get out of your homes and go into a bookstore for Christ's sake, <laughs> like, you know, walk around and feel the paper, you know, it doesn't have to be electronic all the time. Um, I think yeah. that's the best yeah. part. So this is fantastic. I can't thank you enough for being on. Uh, it's been wonderful having you here, and we'll definitely set it up so to get you back on. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe like in the um, the not too distant future, we'll, we'll, we'll recap on the book. Rana's going to throw you a couple of questions, and maybe we'll go into a little bit more of the um, the psychic side and the um, some uh, other things that you can do um, in, as far as this is all concerned. My pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. I went a thank little bit mute. Oh, you. it's, it's, ple- it's, a, I, I can't thank you. No, actually, I have to thank Big Al, uh, because he was the one that introduced me to you. And I just, like, you know, I was looking forward to it. We were having an email problem, both Miss Aida and I. My emails just didn't want to work. And when stuff like that happens for me, I know it's a good thing. When, I always, wow, that's what Cuban people believe also. We also believe that. When bad yep. things happen first, then it's, it's going to be a good outcome. Right. So, like, yep. whenever we travel, like on, a, like a, you know, like an airplane, <laughs> you know, it, or going on a trip, if all these bad events happen, you're going to have a great flight and a great trip. Right. Yeah, same belief. You know, I, I look at it yep. this way. This is how I looked at it is. Somebody that's in, on the negative side doesn't want this to happen because they know the positiveness that's going to come from it. Oh, that's how. That's that why. Is I, that's awesome. Why, okay, that's and and I'll I will go to say nine out of ten times when this happens, it's a great experience for everybody. It's fantastic. Yep. So and yep. it was fantastic. I thank you very much for being on. I'm going to say good night to everybody. I thank you again, Miss Aida. I thank your publisher and, and you know, for, for putting your books out there and your information. We're going to have you back on. And I want to thank everybody that's listening. I hope everybody really is well during this crazy time. I hope you've been reflecting, mind you, um, looking back on, you know, yes, it may have interrupted your life, quote unquote, but when are you ever going to get this type of time out again to kind of breathe or maybe write a book or paint or Know, know your family better or have those moments even though you want to kill your family sometimes because you've been with them too long um we, you know we need to change at this point and i'm going to stay it that way i don't want to get too you know soft but you know on, on the whole thing but i think this is a wake-up call for everybody to say you need to reflect on what's good in life and the things that are really important and it's not electronic 
and it's not, you know, uh, Netflix or any of that other stuff. Just be thankful that you're still here. Until next time, you have listened to a great show. Be well. God bless and good night. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Dobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Dobo Boomy are of that of the host and his guests. Hey, everyone. I'm Kat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart your monthly paranormal podcast. Join me the last Sunday of every month as I speak to people who share their paranormal experiences. You can follow me on Podbean, YouTube, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and Paranormal Radio. There are spirits everywhere watching waiting, seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson.